Hi, and welcome to my podcast, On The Grow. I'm Grace Lee. This is the fourth episode into the new series called Real or Not Real series. If you're new here, I launch my podcast episodes in different seasons that focus on a certain topic. For this season, I'm focusing on the social media facade of what's real and what isn't. As you've probably heard and know, social media is a highlight reel. We put out the best versions of ourselves, our achievements, milestones, victories, celebratory moments on social media. And I want to debate a few of the topics on this very facade. In this episode called Insecurities, hashtag no makeup, hashtag no filter, I'll discuss the harmful effects of face filters on Snapchat and Instagram, why many of us find it hard to go, hashtag no filter or hashtag no makeup, what it means to be truly vulnerable on social media, what we can do when we are feeling insecure from social media, and more. I've been doing this more recently, but I've enjoyed sharing bits and pieces of what's been going on with my life lately. So before I go into the episode, I wanted to catch you up on my life happenings. I spent basically a month away from the podcast. And I can't tell you how many times during every other day of last month, how much I was missing recording a new podcast episode. I was onboarding a new client and searching for apartments, and it truly consumed all of my time. Many people don't talk about this, but searching for apartments in New York City is basically another job without pay. Anyway, now that the moving situation has been situated, I'm hoping I can get back to a regular and more consistent flow with On The Grow. So if you're listening to this episode, thanks for bearing with me there. I was thinking the other day how a lot of my content shifts based on what is currently happening in my life. And I've always known that, but I think I actually said it out loud the other day and just started marinating on it. I have more apartment hunting content ready this week because that's what I've been surrounded by and I want to always share tips and advice to help others to find a healthy alternative to my situations. The weeks seem to get busier and there's a part of me that secretly loves it and another that secretly hates it. I realized that I was secretly loving it to distract me from feeling certain emotions that I've been distracting myself from or avoiding. And the truth is, man, building a company by yourself and working for yourself has its perks with freedom and flexibility, but it also gets really lonely. And I think that really hit me the past week or so. Hearing news about past people in your life moving on with other people and starting their next chapter in life had me question things in my own life. Don't you hate it when that happens? When you have all your ducks in a row and your schedules organized and everything and you're ready to take on the week and then BAM! Next thing you know, you're thinking about how someone you really loved is now doing all the things you love doing together with someone else. Yep, let's just say it was an emotionally draining past week. And I'm hoping that this past weekend gave me the time I needed to work through it so I can be back to feeling myself again this new week and new month, especially. And because we are in New York City, or because I am in New York City recording, you will always hear the sirens in the background. Anyway, something I have been focusing more on lately has been my running. 
I recently signed up for a 10 mile race in September through New York City. Oh my gosh, these sirens. I recently signed up for a 10 mile race in September through New York Roadrunners, and that will be my first race here in New York City. I'm very excited. And it's also the first qualifier for the New York City Marathon, which has been on my bucket list for years now. So I will be back to training. I've actually already been training, I guess you could say, running consistently every other few days and doing long runs on the weekends. So September will be a great month for my first race. I'm excited. Anyway, that's enough life catch-ups for today because I'm excited to go more in-depth about today's podcast episode on insecurities. So we all have our own insecurities, and it's completely normal to not want to share them on social media. I'm also happy that social media is moving towards a way where others are normalizing insecurities on the internet. If you remember seeing campaigns from Aerie where they showed untouched, unedited versions of real people on their social media and a lot of people praise them for being open and sharing these real personas and real personalities because I think a lot of us just started to, you know, get tired of the Photoshop and model looking, you know, people on the internet when truthfully we all don't look like that on a daily basis. And some may be seeing it as a trend, but many others are feeling comfortable sharing and opening up about things they are insecure about too. And that sparks a more deeper and valuable conversation. I want to talk a little bit about the harmful effects of face filters on Snapchat and Instagram. Social media puts a distorted lens on appearances and reality. And Snapchat originally started these face filters, and then Instagram and Facebook of course, being the copycat app that it is, followed shortly after. But now you'll notice how detailed and how real these face filters are tuning out to be. Some of them I've seen pump up your lips, make your eyes look bigger, shrink your face, give you makeup, eyelashes, and it's almost scary how much the face filters can change what you look like. These face filters create the societal beauty standard that many people feel comfortable hiding behind. And don't get me wrong, I love using the filters because it creates an edited and clean viewpoint of what I want to share. But it definitely needs to be approached in a way where it's not realistic. And I want to shout this loud and clear. What you're seeing on a filter is not your face. And I'm seeing more and more that these filters are creating these distorted, contoured looks that start to change how your face looks. And that is something I do not agree with. It's not okay. Think about it. Once we start seeing our faces regularly with these filters, we start to conform to that standard. And when we're off the filters, we start to nitpick at how our faces look like because We're so used to seeing that contoured filter, and then we become displeased with our own. Photoshopping models in magazines used to be the only alterations, but now anyone can look like a model, thanks to apps that let you airbrush, teeth whiten, alter your body, smoothen your skin, and so much more. The ability to edit ourselves is at the ease of our fingertips. How scary is that? 
when we put that beauty standard so high with these face filters, it only makes sense why so many of us find it hard to go hashtag no filter or hashtag no makeup. And I remember partnering recently with CVS for their hashtag one step closer vaccine campaign. I'm noticing I'm saying a lot of hashtags in this episode. (laughs) In the campaign, they specifically asked influencers not to use any face filters because they didn't want to promote that filtered, edited look. They wanted us to show our natural and real faces for the Instagram stories. And I mean, the whole part of the campaign was to share our honest thoughts on the vaccine and, you know, how we're one step closer to being reunited with our families or one step closer to um, going out again, going to parties and, and all these things. And so it was really coming from the heart. So I really appreciate that CVS was very specific to ask us not to use any face filters when we were submitting our drafts. And I appreciate brands stepping up to not promote conforming to these societal beauty standards. If someone told you to share a selfie or video of you without a filter and no makeup on social media, would you do it? Honestly, ask yourself, would you do it? What's stopping you? Is it the criticism you'll get from other people? Is it the thought that you don't want to show your bare face to the world? What insecurities are holding you back? When I think about the reasons why I want to share my struggles and insecurities, it's because I know that someone else is struggling out there too. And even if I can't make drastic changes to help people in this world, I hope that I can touch at least one person with sharing my story. It's one driving factor for why I do open up and share. But another one is because it's rewarding for myself to overcome my own mental thoughts enough to be able to speak on them. We live in a world where we frequently see the edited version of people's lives. One reason why I stopped going on Facebook was because I already know what I'll find there. Facebook friends will forever be sharing all their wonderful moments. The graduations, the milestone moments, the graduations, the engagements, the weddings, the anniversaries, that sort of thing. And already just knowing that that's what I'll find, I purposely don't go on there because I know what will trigger me and what won't. So just being aware of what certain things make you feel, I think it's important to take action and prevent that from you feeling that and and acknowledging that it makes you feel that way. And then you'll find on YouTube, you know, you'll see the incredible talents and lives of average looking people with a loyal community. And it's incredible to see, but also so demoralizing. You start thinking thoughts like, wow, they are truly living their best life, or wow, they are so talented. And I think the key to avoiding or escaping these insecurities is to fully understand and appreciate what it means to be a human being. We as humans have our, have our strengths and weaknesses. 
We all struggle with feeling sad, hurt, lonely, and other vulnerable emotions. And something we need to be reminded of more is just because people don't highlight their struggles doesn't mean they don't exist. It's a choice to see this by looking around in our, in our daily lives. Because people are not prone to sharing their struggles, look carefully and closely and be open to seeing them. Because that's when you'll be able to truly feel that you're not alone in feeling the way you do and not be so hard on yourself. When we learn to pay attention to the parts of ourselves our struggles and insecurities and appreciate them for contributing to the strength we undermine every day, you'll notice that you'll naturally feel better about yourself. It's when we redirect our energy and attention to a more positive perspective. That's when we'll notice moments when we are free from self-criticism. But that doesn't mean it won't return. But the choice on how you respond is up to you. You can fall back into old patterns and stay stuck, or you can choose to regroup and refocus. Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. That is a wrap on the Real or Not Real series. I hope you enjoyed this season. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next season where I cover another topic of discussion, Bring On The New series. No, literally, it's called Bring On The New (laughs) series. This series will focus on the little to big changes and the new beginnings of another chapter in life with the end of summer in sight, with things like moving, new goals, new approaches to relationships, and so much more to come. I'm sure many of you can also resonate with what I'm going through, so I'm looking forward to going more in-depth about this. And as always, if you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Thanks for tuning in!